0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children 18 plus. You are tuned in to the Loan Officer Podcast with me, Dustin Owen, and my main man, JC. John, I'm still wearing my Easter shirt, it's Coleman. It's so fly, I decided to wear it twice. Look at you go. It's so funny, people who are tuned in on Spotify or Apple Podcasts right now oh, are like, I don't know what they're talking about. People who watch us re- religiously and consistently... On YouTube, we're like, mm-hmm. ha-ha, he just wore that shirt last episode. And people who are binge-watching, look, if you're binging, we appreciate the hell out of you. Swerve. But, man, your your head's probably spinning. You're not even noticing Mm-mm. what we're wearing. Because the amount of information and content is just... Overload. Just what? I'm trying to binge-watch. Uh, I just binge-watched a really cool series on HBO Max with Kate Winslet, Mayor of Easttown. Mm-mm. M-A-R-E. yeah. Mare. Like a dog, like a horse. I mean. Like a horse, yes. yeah. But it's actually her name. They call her Mare. Oh, that is it like good? Mary Ellen or Mary Beth or something. I stumbled upon the. Uh... It's it's really good, and you do it to binge it. Like it's a it's a uh, cold, wet weekend. Yeah. Like I think it's eight episodes, just right. spend eight hours in front of your flat screen and crank it
1: out. I just found uh hard knocks just started up again mid season. What? Yup, you gotta gotta get on there, scroll through. I was like, What the hell is hard knocks? Yeah, they do it in season now.
0: With the Colts or yeah. who are they with? The Colts. Yeah, the Colts. So I got on the very first Hard Knocks. Like ever. Yeah. Like not, not, not I was on it. I wish I was on it. But like <laughs> right, no, right. like like I watched it. Yeah. Yeah, it's just one of those shows that yeah. wherever I was living at the time, some apartment probably had free HBO. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Because I sure as hell couldn't afford HBO Mm -hmm, back then. mm -hmm. So it's, and it came on, and I want to say that would have been with the Dallas Cowboys. I think the Dallas Cowboys were the very first
1: one. But now that, yeah, they're back on too, so you got to binge
0: that. Okay.
1: If you want, there's only a couple episodes. Yeah,
0: and and you can binge this. We're 180 plus episodes in. You know what we need to do, John? And maybe we can do something like during the holidays. What's that? So. The production quality of the first probably two or three dozen of our episodes, mm-hmm. pretty trashy. I wouldn't call it trashy. I would say we were finding our way. Okay. That's a polite way of saying we were average, but not really good. I think we're really good now. I don't think we're great. I think we have a long way to go before we're great. 1% every day. But if we if we get better, 1% per day, like James Clear teaches in his book, Atomic Habits. But... Um, no, I think we should go back, and especially certain episodes. Like there are certain episodes that we did. I'm 12 like twelve
1: week challenge, scripting,
0: scripting twelve week challenge. Yes, yeah. um, and and uh, we'll do that. But hey, look, if you want to start at number one and work through number 183, I think this is 183, if sure. I were to guess correctly, or 182. Feel free to do it. And if you want a good laugh, listen to episode zero, the launch. Damn, that was legit. John and I sitting down, and just on? trying to figure is it out. Is this
1: even on? Is this thing even on? yeah Hello? oh we're going yeah we're live oh hey guys it's yeah.
0: nuts and then here we are only weeks away from finally having tlop online launched yep. um we're watching our youtube uh subscribers grow yeah, you know, trigger, uh, we're not trigger. at 6k yet and honestly i'll be honest i set a b hag i set a b hag i did. wanted that thing to be 10k yeah right by the end of the year yeah now i'm like shit are we gonna get to 6k yeah. by the end of the well, year Well, it's on the listeners and the followers tell a friend tell a friend there you go tell a friend please log on to your youtube account create and a subscribe fake yeah, at yeah. the Lone officer podcast no i don't want anything fake
1: okay i want it thank you dustin
0: i want that's it you. real i want it authentic thank you. yes no bots no bots no we don't we don't pay for likes thank we don't.
1: you that's what i'm trying to tell you it takes time if you don't pay for likes and you do it the, with integrity in the real way just like anything Rome wasn't yep. built overnight we're doing it the right way
0: yeah but i i do see our likes on ig grow i love mm. it i love it um so we're on Instagram, folks. We're yeah. on TikTok. I'm realizing now we don't TikTok anything like TikTokers TikTok. Yeah, and there's some really good people that are in our industry that are TikToking. Yeah. And um, I think one day I want to try to find one to come on the show and we can talk about that. That's Someone who's great. had success yeah, with
1: I, it. That's what put it in the
0: Good, good. Yeah, yeah because I, I, I tend to follow people in our industry that I don't know if I just dig their their TikTok. Right. The problem is some people will follow us and before I follow them back, I try to go to their
1: mm-hmm. account.
0: Mm-hmm. And then if it says it's private, mm-hmm. I'm like, "Oh." Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if it's not private, then I can scroll through mm-hmm. and um I tend to like connect to people that I'm like, "Oh, I really like that post right. or I really like that TikTok." Right. Um uh, but yeah. So yeah, we're on TikTok, we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, we're on LinkedIn right. at The Loan Officer Podcast. Word. And um, if you ever want to get a hold of me, I'm Dustin Owen on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. He's John Coleman. Just Google nope. him. You'll don't, find him. Don't Google me. Yeah. Uh, one of our listeners reached out to you because he, he wanted some help with what again? With, uh, uploading yeah, Facebook. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we were, were
1: you able to help him? Yeah, I, I'm going to reach out to him after this. I need to get hop on a call. You need to hop on a call? Hop on a call, yeah. It's not good.
0: How long would it take you?
1: As long as it need as long as it takes, because that's how much we care about our listeners.
0: Okay, I like that answer, John. I've gotten so political. I know the answer, to these I, man. You I, can't, I like that answer. I just don't know if um, I should be like. Nesting. Like, should this be an entire episode? Oh, on the, oh, what he said at his question? Yeah, but what I don't know is how many loan officers. Like, what he's trying to do is upload a list of realtors into mm-hmm. Facebook and then run targeted ads yeah. to those
1: realtors. It sounds like he, it sounds like just a technical thing. Like, he got to the final stage and was like, something's not working. So I'll probably just troubleshoot.
0: It's kind of like I was trying to boost a post on LinkedIn yeah. and then it got denied. Yeah. And, and yeah. that's as far as I made it. Right. And I just clicked delete. Right. Yeah. And then that's it. And then the person from LinkedIn tried to reach out to me. Mm-hmm. And then I marked their email spam and I'm like, I'm done. For Like, I can't do this. can't do it. I can't do this. Can't I, don't, do I don't have enough to handle it right him. now. I'll help him out. Uh, but no, it's going to be exciting. The website will finally get launched at dot com. I've actually been working with John and Dennis. And I've been sitting down and I've been watching the videos that they're they creating. Exist. No, they're good, John. Thank you, sir. Like w- once you can get them labeled the right way mm-hmm. or titled the right way and then described the right way. Mm-hmm. And then we're talking about putting all these various links, links to news articles, mm-hmm. links to uh, trade publications, mm-hmm. links to the selling guides. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's... I tell you what, I wish this podcast, and we're building it. We're building it because I wish this existed in 2004 when I got into the business. Damn, that's deep. Right? right. Like, and it didn't. Mm-hmm. And so much of who I am is because of that. So much of so much of the reason why I signed up to be a mentor in 2006 when my company that I worked for rolled out a mentorship program, it wasn't that I wanted the $500 marketing credit that they were offering. It's like, No, I wanted to give back because I felt so lost in my first two years. And that's what's made this podcast so fun is that I'm able to take... What's going to end up being 18 years of experience, mm-hmm. trials and tribulations, and just pour it into this microphone while talking to my friend, John Coleman. Well said, Dustin. Yeah. So speaking of which, we're going to do a viewer request.
1: Yep. And viewer request is? Ashley on YouTube had said, hey, Dio and Justin. <laughs> Dio and Justin.
0: Did they call you Justin? No, they said Dio If you and call Justin. me Justin, I'll lose my shit. Yeah, I know,
1: clearly. <laughs> and it's not Owens with an S, it's yeah. Owen. Thank you. Um, She wants to know how to, how he or she, Ashley, I don't know. Um in to know how do you build more build, builder business, home builder business?
0: Okay, so you want to make calling on home builders a part of your silo, which we talk about, right? Like 75% of your realtors. Again, this is if you're a loan officer, it's a very loan officer centric episode. So, if you're not a loan officer and you don't care to ever be a loan officer and you're not friends with loan officers and you're tired of hearing us speak, like literally just turn us off. Or you can still listen cuz you like the way our voices sound. They like your voice, John. I've heard. It. Yeah, they like your voice. So, You want to call on Realtors, or not Realtors, on Builders. home Builders. Yes. First and foremost, it's a long play. It's a long play. It's a, a deep relationship. You have to go in there understanding that Builder more than likely already has a mortgage company and they may even own the mortgage company or have an ownership interest in the mortgage company. In house. Yep. Now that doesn't mean it's a hell no. It just means it's gonna be harder for you to walk in there and anticipate just having leads tossed your way. But the same thing applies when you're trying to build a relationship with a top realtor in your market, right? Like you don't just walk in and a top realtor says, Oh my God, you're amazing. I love everything that you're saying. I trust you. And I'm just going to start referring you all my buyer business. No, you have to earn it. So the same thing goes with, with a builder. So here's what I'm going to, to recommend. First, you need to understand who is currently the builders in house. Do they have one or do they have three? If they have three, I have good news. You got a chance. Really? The more they have? The more they have, in my experience, the better chance you have. Explain. One of those three is not working out. One of those three is not cutting it. Hmm. You can replace them. Cut the fat. They're willing to do three. They don't care which three, they just care that those three are good and they treat their clients well and they get their deals closed on time. Hmm. So a builder who's willing to refer business to multiple lenders gives me that opportunity. Okay. Okay. Um, If they only have one, okay, then they probably own or have ownership interest in that mortgage company, at which point you need to figure out where's the chink in the armor, where's the Achilles heel. You're going to be able to approach their sales agents and either offer a product or a program that their builder, builder's lender, I should say, Mm -hmm. doesn't currently offer, or you're going to be able to offer a service, maybe a 15-day closing maybe a platinum pre-approval that they currently don't do. You basically need to go in there and say, give me everything that your lender is saying no to, let me take a look at it. Let me be your second look lender. Mm. Give me everything that you need to get closed by a certain date because your fiscal year is ending. And if you don't close, it's going to impact the financial feasibility of the company and your lender is overwhelmed. Give me some of their overflow. Mm. Let me show you how quickly I can get a loan closed. Mm. Right? Those those are things that you're going to do, but you're going to start by either, there's two ways of doing this, and I've seen both succeed. You can start by just going after the top. Like, find out who is the national or the, the regional sales manager. Who is that guy or girl in your local market who oversees the four or five communities that are being built? Right? Because each community is going to have three or four sales reps. But if you have five communities in your market, and each community has three sales reps, that's 12 to 15 sales reps. They have someone managing them. Mm -hmm. You can go directly to that manager who has the most clout and the most pull and build a relationship with him or her. Now, that's a little bit more difficult to do because it's one person Mm -hmm. who's very busy and feels very important. But if you can get that person to meet with you, and if you can figure out the value you can bring them, they may, at this point, use their influence to notify all 15 of their sales reps Hey, look, if our mortgage company says no, I want you to send everything to Linda, or everything to John, or everything to Mm, Dio. mm -hmm. Right, so that's one way to do it. We have a loan officer who works for us, who's an amazing originator, that's what he did. He went straight to the top. Mm. The seven, eight, nine different mortgage companies. Met with six, landed one. But that one is worth four to six closings every single month, and it has for the past decade. Damn. For the past decade
1: so if you're in the wrangle one they i don't want to say cash cow but they are the steady businesses man.
0: yeah oh it look that's why i said it's a long play it's a long play most millionaires became millionaires over the long term right right they invested consistently mm-hmm. over time and allowed their money to compound question for they you. didn't get rich quick because they, yeah. they had a, the right stock hit
1: If no, if if a builder has like an in-house lender and let's say it is one person and let's say they're going on, they're building like a subdivision, new subdivision is going out, has 30 homes and the in-house builder is like, Hey, yeah, use my in-house loan. Does
0: that mean that loan officer is getting like all the homes in that community? Usually about 80%. That's because the builder is offering this crazy incentive to use the in-house lender, but that loan officer isn't getting paid anywhere near Mm. what loan officers make. At companies like Fairway, Cross Country, Waterstone, Guild, et cetera. Gotcha. Yeah, they're probably making one-third or one-quarter. It's a captive audience. Gotcha. The people who make 100, 150 basis points, they're making that because they're going out and bringing the business in. They have the following. They have the database. They have the referrals. Gotcha. Yep. Okay. So the one way is just go for the top. Mm -hmm. The other way is make friends with the sales reps. Now, in order to do so, you have to have a milk route because it's a long play. You have to consistently be persistent. That means every week or every other week, you need to make a stop at each subdivision where you're rolling in there with your smile and you smell good and you look good. And you're just popping by to make sure there's nothing you can do to help them. Because look, out of sight is out of mind. Right. So if you can stomach walking in and for them to be like, yep, we don't have anything for you. Nope. Everyone bought cash this week. Nope. Everyone's using our preferred lender. Okay. That's fantastic. Eventually they're either going to be lying to you. they're Then to call bullshit. They're like, look, this is crazy. Like I work with builders. Even if you don't tell them you do, I work with builders or I'm a big fan of, if you don't have a me story, tell a we story. We work with builders because your company does. We've never had a builder that literally either has a cash buy or everyone uses the in-house. There's always some that the in-house can't get qualified. You guys are awesome, you're an anomaly. Yeah. And then in two weeks when you pop by, we're like, hey, are you still the anomaly? Still, yeah, still cash only, wow, that's great. That, yeah, hmm. but but you have to do that. Right. But you have to do that for nine months, 12 months, 16 months. And then when they give you that opportunity, understand it's gonna be a turn down, which means it's gonna be a hard ass loan. Damn. Yeah and they wanna see how you operate. It's an audition. Even if it's a fast no, make sure that when you say no, you explain to them why it's a no. And then tell them how it could be a yes. Mm. Because just because it's it's a no doesn't mean they won't refer you again. But if you say, nope, can't do it, and you don't tell them why, mm,
1: yeah.
0: and you don't find a way to yes, mm-hmm. Then, yeah, it, it probably will be the last time that, that question, they refer.
1: Question for you, because you said that uh, compared to other loans like VA loans, USD loans, and like built, like if you get builder referred, is that usually, is that client usually a little, not easier, but is it? No, more, it's the same. It's the same. It's the same. Same. Okay. Yeah,
0: it, it's all geographically. Okay. Um, yeah. So you're, I mean, like someone who's buying in a 650000 or $700,000 subdivision, I mean, it's a different type of loan mm-hmm. than someone who's buying a $250,000 starter house. Right. But I wouldn't say necessarily one's easier than the other. Okay. Right. Some are easy, some are not. Mm-hmm. Some are well-qualified, but still paperwork intensive. Some have minimal documentation, but it's, you know, by uh, a horse's hair that you're actually getting hit yeah. uh, qualified and through the system. Okay. But I think the last thing people should know when you're working with a builder, is as you build that relationship, you better be detail-oriented. You better be organized. You need to understand how to track everything on a spreadsheet, because if you're really good and you want builders to consistently work with you, you need to be able to hop on a pipeline call every single week and give them an update on all the files that you have in process. You also need them to give you an update. Hey, how's this closing date looking? Originally, you wrote the contract to close May 1, do I need to push it out to June 1 or are you gonna be able to close it April 15? When you're working with a builder, you have to understand that they're gonna ask you to app and disclose a loan that's not closing for nine months. Mm, and then in nine months, you may have to worry about your credit report expiring, your income documents expiring, your asset documents expiring. Mm. When you're working with a builder and they're up against a deadline, you and your company may very well have to be willing to close a loan two hours after you received your, your certificate of occupancy or your CO. And also when you're working with a builder, you need to know what is a CO. Hmm. Like you should, should, like what is the expected time frame? You should be able to speak builder language. Like what's the process of building a home, right? From everything from clearing the lot, to laying the plumbing and the electrical, to laying the foundation, to then doing the frame, and then from frame, you do your exterior, then you do your trusses and you do your roof. Once you can keep the elements, water and whatnot from coming inside, now you can start doing things like the interior wiring, the drywalling, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. Last thing you're gonna do is landscaping, right? But you have to understand that. So learn just the most basic step-by-step, how do I build a house? What's the time frame? And then do you have the ability to do extended locks? Do you have the ability to talk to the builder about 2-1 buy-downs if and when we're ever in a market where that would matter? Right now, that wouldn't matter. Right now, people are like, what? What's a 2-1 buy-down? Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. It's irrelevant. But I'm going to tell you this. If and when we get to a, to a time frame where we actually have a gluttony of inventory and builders are trying to unload their inventory, then you need to be able to work with your builder on marketing tips and tricks and tactics on how they can unload these properties. And teaching a builder how to cough up a little bit of money up front to offer an incentive and use that incentive money to give the client a two, one buy down. That may be the difference between that client choosing your builder versus another builder in order to pre- prevent you guys from going to Google and looking up a two, one buy down, just know this, here's how it works. Let's say the market rate today is three and a half on a two, one buy down. That means in your first year, your rates going to be bought down to 2% below current market. So it'd be bought down to one and a half. The second year that you own the home, it's two and a half. And then third year and every year afterwards, it's the three and a half. That was the market rent. Mm. You would never do that in a market like now because builders don't need to incentivize home buyers to come buy their homes. right? right now, builders aren't building enough homes to keep up with the home buying demand. But if and when that were ever to change, you as a lender who specializes on partnering with builders need to understand what are some things you can offer an extended lock with a with a with a float down option that's huge rates are on the rise if you can lock in a client today and 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 guarantee that rate in 9 months that may be a competitive advantage if you then offer a float down option just in case rates get better that could offer a competitive advantage these are things that you normally wouldn't have to even understand when you're dealing with your resale mm-hmm. transactions but working with new construction you do how, that really, those some words
1: I've never heard. That second one you said. Which one? I don't know.
0: Extended lock with a float down option yeah, or float, a 2 1?
1: No, no, I've heard of the 2 1 buy down, but the float option. Other like, so how do you, are there are a lot of like these little lingo. There seems to be like a their own interior lingo when you're dealing with builders as it pertains to.
0: Well, I think we all have our own language, yeah. right? That's what makes a profession a profession. Yeah. If I said to you, hey, John, I was at, at work today for 10 hours and we had 17 ups. Of which I walked seven, and two sat. Billards? I don't know. No, car lot. Yeah, car lot. We had seventeen people walk in. They're ups. I walked seven. I showed seven people properties. I got two of them to sit down mm-hmm. and actually talk about writing a contract. Right, But That's
1: where would one go to find out the, all the terms? You, the terms you said about builder stuff. How? Because I'm interested now. Like, how do you? Where'd you? How do you get that? You just got to, is there a place like to like,
0: understand look? what a two, one buy down is. Yeah. Right. Uh, talk to your sales manager. Okay. That's a mortgage. That's a mortgage terminology. Okay. Yeah. You want to know what an extended lock is again, talk to your branch manager, talk to your sales manager. Right. Do you want to know whether or not your, your loan on your, your mortgage company offers a float down option on an extended lock? I mean, check your intranet, but also check with your sales manager. Right. Um, But that is definitely a terminology that you should at least understand before you go on that sales call, but then also understand like why it would work. Like, God forbid, do not go calling on a builder today talking about the 2-1 buy-down. I got a 2-1 buy-down. Hey, yeah. They're like, and the builder's like, well, who's going to pay for it? Well, you are. The builder's going to be like, get out of here. Right. I ain't got to pay anything. Right. Like, builders don't even want to pay realtor commissions right now. They don't feel like they have to. Hmm. Like, they don't feel like they have to. Here's something else. Now, this is a very specific pro- uh, product. And we actually brought in a, a industry expert. It must have been episode probably 30-something. Hmm. We had Eric Putt. Eric Puts a top-producing branch manager mm-hmm. who specializes in doing construction to permit financing. We call it CP financing. Yep, dude, if you work for a mortgage company that has a solid CP loan, this is a way that you could actually show a home builder how he or she could double their production. What? Yes, a lot of home builders that are out there they don't they don't like um, like they they just build six eight homes a year they're working off their own money they build it someone buys it they sell it
1: mm-hmm.
0: well there's only so much capital they have at, at their at their disposal they can probably only build six or eight homes or four or six homes mm. but what if you could come to them and say wait a minute why are you john if you're a small home builder in a local market why are you using your money or even if they're using the bank's money the bank only offered them an x amount of line of credit to build these homes why don't we Find lots for sale. Why don't we purchase those lots? Then we advertise the home in the MLS as a pre-construction home. And when the home buyer wants to buy that home, they meet with you. And we, as the lender, get them qualified for a construction loan. And now we're not using your money, John, to build the home. We're using the bank's money. And the person paying that bank note is the home buyer who Mm -hmm. you're building the house for. Yeah. So if someone understands a CP product, you could go out and teach certain home buy or home builders how they could actually increase their production by by doing so.
1: Yeah.
0: Now there's a plethora of home builders out there that only build and they know CP, but maybe your maybe your CP product is just elite. Like that's something that our loan officers here have at Waterstone. We have a phenomenal CP product. I wish more of our LOs would go out and sell it because I think it's best in class especially when you're talking about a conforming loan size, which now is $647,000. Wait a minute. I can go to a home builder, have them build a $675,000 custom home, and I can do a 30-year fixed, one-time closed construction loan with only 5% down? What? Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, if you have that product and you work for a company that has a, that, that has that product, you should be out looking for custom home builders. And you, do you know how you find custom home builders? How do you find them? Google, mm-hmm. custom home builder insert city, custom home builder Alpharetta, custom home builder Charleston, custom home builder Richmond, custom home builder Rehoboth Beach, mm-hmm. custom home builder Springfield. Mm-hmm. I'm going right up the eastern mm-hmm. seaboard.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But hey, call them up, especially if you have the product. But we started off talking about how do you call on tracked home builders. Mm-hmm. Like a track home builder, those are the Lennars, the DR Hortons, the Richmond Americans, the KB homes. Like those are the bigger companies. You can build relationships with them. Just know that's a long play. Mm-hmm. A not so long play is going up after custom home builders. If you have the right product right. and then just know along the way, you have to be able to speak their language, speak their lingo, join their trade organization. There's an idea. So if you are in Orlando, Florida. Like John and I currently are, GOBA, cool. Greater Orlando Orlando Builder Association. Mm-hmm. But don't just join it because that doesn't do shit for you. Join it and attend a meeting. Get involved. Start networking. Take someone to lunch. Ask them questions. And learn how the process works. Be naturally curious about well, what, what comes first, what comes next. What's your biggest hangup right now? Is it getting lumber? Is it getting trusses? Is it getting permitting? Man, I got friends that are taking like three, four months to get a freaking permit, let alone the supply chain issues with getting lumber out of out of uh, Canada, let alone trade workers, right? And and getting the the, the right appliances, but you, you kind of got to become it. You gotta you gotta work right. it. But it's it's like anything. If you're gonna do it, do it, and stick with it. You can't half-ass it. You can't be like ah. Oh, you know, today I'm going to go do this. All right. You got to be all in. Yeah. I went and played baseball for the first time in two years. Did you hurt yourself? I'm hurting. <laughs> I am hurting. Right. And and once I'm, I'm very happy, I went two for four or three RBI. There you go. Yeah. They stuck me right back in the four hole. First at bat, up the middle. Second at bat was a, a double off the wall, back side, scored two is runs. Is this
1: like serious baseball or some like church league softball thing?
0: No, no, no. Like this is like real. Like past athletes, like, hey, we play serious. Like wearing a helmet. I had to get out my, 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 my jock strap to my cup from what? 1997. You have a uniform? Go well, oh, uniform, helmet, wood bat. What? Yeah, nine innings. It's real deal. Okay. Yeah, we go play on one of the high school fields. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's, it's a 35 and up league. Nice. That that I've joined. Okay. I used to play in it years and years ago, but when my daughter and I started riding horses, I started riding horses instead of, but right now her dance competition schedule is so crazy. We haven't been able to get out to the barn and ride, mm-hmm. and I'm tired of not having anything to do on Sunday, so I started playing baseball again. But what I was getting at is, I can't expect to not have played the sport for two years and be mad that at my third at bat, when I got up with bases loaded, I hit a chopper to the to, to the shortstop. Right, I can't be mad that, when I went to throw a ball, it sailed on me, right? No, I, I'm rusty. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing this. To take my fun Sunday and talk about business, you can't expect to just call on a, real, uh, a builder here and there and then not do it for three or four months. No, you gotta be all in and be dedicated for two years. Two years. Create a milk route, time block on your calendar. May, set goals, I'm going to call 10 custom home builders a week. I'm gonna schedule one appointment a week. I'm gonna do this for the next 12 weeks. And then by doing so, I'm gonna start getting pre-approvals for people to build a custom home. Now I have to learn how to approve that builder for financing. Now I have to learn how the CP product works. Mm-hmm. That's if I'm going after out const- of uh, custom homes. So I'm going after track homes. I need to figure out who are the major builders in my market and then who manages this territory. And I would target the manager, and I would create a milk route. A milk route is where I'm going to get in my car, and I'm going to do pop buys every other week. Every other week, I'm going to have it mapped out that I'm going to spend two hours in my car, listen to a podcast like this, or maybe Joe Rogan. Maybe I'm doing my TBD calls. Maybe I'm uh, doing my Tuesday status update calls. I'm multitasking when I go from – maybe I'm doing prequels. I love doing prequels in the car. Hmm. Do a half-hour prequel in the car, send them to my website. By the time I get into the office on uh, the next day – I already have their application, their credit pulled, and uh, my assistant is requesting their alternative documents. Hmm. Right, so like you can do your milk, route. You stop in, you spend 15, 20 minutes on average in each one, and you do so until you build relationships and you start getting consistent business. You start figuring out where's their pain? Where can you bring value? And you have to ask them, hey, where's your pain? Hey, where do you think I can bring you value? And say, come hell or high water, I'm gonna stick to this. I'm gonna do this consistently. I'm gonna be persistently consistent. I bet if you just did it for six months, you'd have so much traction you'd want to continue it for, t- for 24. Mm-hmm. But mentally tell yourself you're going to do it for 24 months. Ashley, I hope that is somewhat of what you're looking for. And everyone else who has tuned in, if you liked what we talked about, Mm -hmm. thank Ashley. Yeah, thank Ashley. Thank Ashley. Um, It was a request that came in via YouTube. It was a YouTube comment. Yeah, Came in episode, there you go, folks. And hopefully this will make you wanna go on YouTube. And if you haven't done so already, subscribe Mm -hmm. or ask a friend to subscribe so that we can get to 6K and on our way to 10K Mm -hmm. in terms of subscribers. This is all the time we have for you today. We appreciate the fact that you do tune in, that you do like us, you do share us, you do give us a five-star review. Follow us on all of our social platforms at the Lone Officer Podcast. He's John Coleman. I'm Dustin Owen, and that is all the time we have for you today. Peace.